Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 209 on this Thursday, the 23rd of January 2020. Uh, maybe the second, if not third, show in the history of this entire production that I have ever moved days, but when some guests are out of town and busy. When other guests are unable to do it because the patch is dropping and they're too busy. Or when another guest um, is dying slowly, but has recovered. Today's show is that one. We're talking about Havoc Demon Hunters and the 8.3 Melee. And it'll work out pretty well, I think, because we've got some information now. We're two days post the new raid. So Nihilus has been out, we got some normal and heroic, we got all this stuff going on, we got corrupted gear, we're farming world quest blues. And of course, we'll talk about all of that today. But a big shout out to those nerds and ladies that are supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between. Keeping it rolling over on the show's Patreon page. Thank you very much to the January patrons. And if you would like to get some more of this here show on the internet, there there is more of it, and a little bit more of it, and there's some behind-the-scenes stuff, there's exclusive art that comes out every tier, and there is a few more things that you can check out there over on the show's Patreon page. Links down below, of course, here on Twitch. Links down below if you are on the YouTubes. So you can go for that. We're at 72 behind-the-scenes podcasts, 80, uh, 28 BTS images, a couple of different things. And more, of course, on the horizon. But if you, of course, miss any of the live show, everything is archived over on my YouTube channel. Also, of course, linked where links are. Posting all the heroic videos right now as I get them out there. Starting the 2020 playlist for the next year. Of course, all the past playlists are right down there at the bottom if you would like to check out. And, of course, the beta testing will start soon enough. But on top of that, of course... Just to keep the uh, the pre-roll here under four minutes, but I have something right next to me that is uh, that is important that I mentioned just for a moment here. So Final Boss TV is now partnered and sponsored by Corsair and Elgato, and I re-signed for 2020 with Corsair, and through your assistance of Corp and your help for growing this channel and everything with them, I actually was promoted in Corsair. But more on that later. Today, literally today. The new Scimitar RGB Elite. You may be familiar with this mouse. The Scimitar itself is the multi-macro buttons on that thumb side of the mouse, that MMO mouse style. Uh, I remember it mostly because Bajira's face is on it, but they sent me one. It's right here. I'll be trying this out on stream. It is not a mouse I've ever really used before. So I'm going to give it a whirl, and I'll let you guys know, of course. It'll probably be mostly a thing when I talk about it when I get back from the Race to World first. So this will sit here until then, and then we'll give it a whirl. But the fact that the, the buttons on the side now are all mostly... It's it's adjustable for your hand, because I have the claw grip where I hold the whole dang mouse. We'll give it a whirl, though. But if you are looking for the next step in the MMA mouse, and maybe your scimitar is old or you haven't tried one before, links down below in the fiddly-doo. But that's enough about me. Today, Havoc Demon Hunter 
chat, you are one of the guests today, so don't let me down. Uh, because this guy is on the show. Kib, you've been here before, but um, how many memes will you mention on the show today? And if it's any less than a dozen, then we'll just cancel right now. Well, I'm I'm counting my memes in Infinite Star DPS now. So. Oh, and how much is that then? Who knows? It depends how lucky you are, you know? God, that's why you farm blue world quest pieces. Or you spend gold, like you've done. Is that well, correct? Well, yeah. That, that, well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Are, are you farming blue world quests, Russo? Welcome to the show, sir. I'm doing pretty much every world quest. You know, AP, rep, you name it. They're not hard to do. Roll through, get them all done in like five minutes. Five minutes? Per zone. I don't mean all of them. Mm-hmm. thought you were doing some weird nonsense. Five minutes per world quest. What are we? What are you talking about here? I don't know about that. But yeah, that's 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 the hot take right now, Chad. If you're not doing every armor world quest, not Azerite world quest, I can't corrupt, but every trinket, ring, boots, pants, bracers, you have to do all of them. Because any of them can roll infinite stars. And even 60 eye level down blue gear with infinite stars, huge DPS increase, because that's the world we live in now. Weapons are worth doing, too, to try to get a lash uh, of the void. For your offhand. Yep, yep, yep. Unless, um, I don't have the ability to bring this up right now on stream. Did you see, I mean, Rooster, you saw this, right? Because it's in our Discord. The, the fake simmed image of the green two-handed sword with infinite well, stars. It's not on. a fake image. <laughs> it's a real sim. I haven't seen that. Let me go look at that. It's it's in the Shambro channel. It's I did I didn't want to look at it. It mm -mm. but uh it's a level 10 green sword with infinite stars compared to a oh boy 460 epic sword. Guess which one wins? Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> the item is fake, but the sim is real. It's to prove a point. Sure. Yeah, the item is obviously fake because you, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I tweeted the raid bots link to it the other day, and uh, people realized really quickly what happened in that uh, link. Right. Well, you've also tweeted out two, or have you done three? I think you've done two cloaks. Two cloaks, yeah. Yeah. I guess cloaks don't leave the loot table until next Tuesday. Well,. They they can still drop from the end dungeon chests, but sure. not from the weekly chest starting next week. Right. So, but still, getting one this week. If you get an infinite stars bad. cloak, would you still wear it over? Yes. You, you'd probably still wear it over your other cloak, except on the Zoth, uh, I guess. Yeah, I'd wear it on on uh, outside of the divisions and uh, the yeah. two Nazoth fights. But yeah. Ugh. Oh, I. Oh gosh. It's so strange. Like, I, you gotta follow the raid bots. Well, I don't know. I mean, sometimes. Some of it isn't working properly, but I guess we'll get into that as we go through the show today. But I guess right back at it, Rusa. You haven't been on the show in a while, so some people might not remember who you are. So who the heck are you? What dabbling do you do in the world of Warcraft, and how long have you been part of said dabbling? Uh, I'm Rusa. I do some SimCraft development for Shamans. Um, enhancement specifically 
Uh, I've been doing that for quite a few years now. Uh, did a lot of work in Legion, late Warlords. Um, I tend to get interested in the nitty gritty of whatever spec I play. For a while, I was doing some theory crafting. For all of Legion, I did theory crafting for Survival Hunters. Um, I was the only one doing that. Uh, I do some stuff, uh, a little bit of stuff for Havoc. This expansion, you know, if I'm if I'm maining it, I'm I'm curious, and I kind of have to unravel things. So, okay. Any shout outs you need to throw out there too, and who else also uh, digs into all those numbers as well? Sort of part of yeah, the crew. ton tons of people that have helped me um, with with all of those specs I've labeled uh, uh, Purge slash Surge as he's gone by in the last couple of years. Um, another enhancement shaman, um, Ryeth, another demon hunter slash enhancement shaman, Word Up, who just plays everything. Uh, those guys have helped me a lot um, with either reminding me of things or different ideas or just helping research. And how long have you been doing the melee stuff in, in World of Warcraft now? How long have you been playing melee? Cataclysm. Okay. That's that's I think it's long enough to have the cred. So I I'm getting weird looks on YouTube or sometimes on stream because I've been doing the melee thing for 11, 11 years, 12 years now. But this entire tier I'm playing Elemental Shaman to challenge myself to learn and play the game as ranged. So that's why when it comes to the stream, like, oh he's on his shaman again, but he's throwing meatballs. We don't have, we haven't had that spell on enhancement since Warlords, so and it hasn't been a part of the rotation since Firelands. Yeah. And, Kib, people might know who you are, but if you want to exposiate on the same questions, how long you've been doing this, and um, I guess do you want to caveat this by saying that all the work that you do for Havoc uh, is... How do you do all the work you do for Havoc? Because you're not playing it right now? P playing it right now? And why... Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I've been dabbling with Havoc stuff since like Legion Beta and uh, yeah, just helping out with the, the some APL stuff here and there and uh, mostly doing the Discord as well and, you know, just coming out with, with ideas here and there. Uh, back in Legion when I mained it, it did a bunch of like animation canceling shenanigans and I remember, you know, stuff like that. But uh, yeah, now it's pretty more, it's much uh, behind the scenes since I, I don't really main it anymore. I, I play a warlock now, still purple, but you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's mostly behind the scenes stuff. What, Rusa? It still counts? Yeah, sure. Uh huh. I uh, it's broken and it's purple, so. It might as well be Havoc, you know? There you go. I mean, your name is right here on the Wowhead Havoc guide. So you still that maintain and keep this together. But is this mostly a, a labor of love by you alone? Or is there a bit of a a team or a couple of people that actually help you curate this and, and bring this up every patch and... Uh, it, it's mostly me, but you know, the, the information there is like in regards to gear and rotations and essences and stuff is basically powered by, by SimCraft. So everyone that, 
that helps out and gives a hand with the modules for Evic and everything basically has a has a part in it as well. Yeah. Just scrolling through the stuff right now that changed for 8.3. Quite a little bit of stuff. So of course, if you need that back end resource, I hit up the Wowhead guide. Yeah. I know I was checking a little bit, but since my Demon Hunter is now my main alt as it should be, and I'm playing my shaman again, there are there are certain sticking points that I'm definitely missing. Like doing visions as a ranged and as a shaman period is definitely not as I blitzed through so many plus twos the other day with a lobby cloak on havoc just because <laughs> you I, I, nothing is scary on havoc but you play elemental shaman you're like okay stormkeeper's down for this pull I don't have primal earth elemental up either so I'm pulling three mobs or I'll die or I'll just never kill them or it'll be really scuffy but havoc's like just give me the whole cathedral district bring it all in bring it in bring it in but that's how the spec is. This title of this, and potentially the title of the YouTube video when I get around to naming it, is the best melee added to WoW ever. So I want to dive in 8.3. And all the goop that is Havoc-oriented, not Gwyneth Paltrow's goop, just Havoc's, is been kind of a bit meme -y since legion came out i think it was a lot more like unknown back then but now it's been a little more solidified so what are you guys thinking of the patch so far how's havoc playing out i don't know if you want to give a nod to the whole guaranteed rain spot nonsense just what is your take on this russo you're playing the spec right now how how's your last week and a half been in the patch uh i mean Really the same as the rest of the expansion. You just kind of walk through content, you I-beam it, move on. Nothing's really difficult. Um, even, you know, people playing alt demon hunters in the guild that, uh, you know, are like 30, 40 item levels behind. You know, they're 410, 420. You know, they're they're all saying, hey, this is a joke. You know, I'd, you walk into major visions or you walk in to do your group visions on a demon hunter and you can just solo two mediums and on, like, like it's nothing just like full health the whole time it's uh so as far as far as the class itself goes and playing it like yeah everything's pretty easy um as far as like the demon hunter for like the new content it's pretty fun um i mean the mobility's nice lots of utility do you think I'm gonna caveat that real quick here because I have horrific visions down, corrupted gear, new essences, and things. But to the first point is, are you what camp are you in on? Is Havoc just too good though? I know like Fury Warrior kind of feels like Havoc does sometimes with the healing and the pull things and AOE. Even though the joke about Fury Warrior is it doesn't matter how many mobs I pull, I'm only gonna AOE four things at a time, whereas Havoc hits everything at a time so the whole aoe trash pulling stuff for time and, and momentum in these these events is way easier but is it is it that weird sense of that blizzard made the demon hunter so strong to get people to play it or how how does that work within the player base right it's just such a well-made kit it's got raid utility raid cooldown mobility immunity defensive Self-healing. Uh, is it missing anything? What? 
it's not really missing anything. It, it has too much. One most people would say, when I mean, when you compare it to like everything else, it just has everything. Yeah, I, I could argue it's missing a an activatable cooldown that makes annihilation a forty yard range. But you know, like, <laughs> well, but I mean, the reality is, yeah, I mean, it's just it's a complete kit, and then you slap the amount of leech you get from meta and you know 30 second meta, demonic meta cycles and it's just like nothing's a threat um you know if if they had everything they have and no leech mm. i could at least say yeah there i mean it's a lot of damage there's a little bit of risk but you have lots of buttons you can hit but then you slap like an insane amount of leech on top of it and it's just like it should be one or the other yeah, we have, we're at 40% leech right now with the talent, and that's down. How much did we have in Legion? Was it 60? It was even more. Uh, it was more, yeah. I think you you you, you had 100 with the talent. But with the talent. I don't remember baseline what it was. So. It was above 50 for sure, though. Yeah. There's a certain point, though, where, you know, a 15-20% reduction in the leech amount is sort of immaterial when you're capping your health bar with either number anyways. Yeah. You know, we don't need 40% at leech. You could have 10% and it would still be probably more enough. Yeah. That's a lot. But then how about, um, I don't know there's much to say here. You've got all the essences broken down in the guide. Kib, uh, if anything really happened there, as sort of a footnote for essences or any major shakeups? Uh, not really. Like CLF got nerfed, but it's still pretty good single target. It's still out there. Uh, AOE, you basically use Iris because Iris and haste scaling and you know all the shenanigans. And the the only big difference is you'll have to wait. Uh, what? five years to get uh, rank three uh, breath of the dying because <laughs> you know yeah you get like peanuts for rep reward i, I guess they kind of fixed that uh yesterday or the day before where they buffed bit. the rep rewards but yeah world Vand is nice now a little bit but you need like you need everyone to run it so you gotta convince everyone to use it with you but for the most part essence remain uh unchanged really Beside Brett, that can be a thing on like quick target swap because of the the prog, but then you need rank three for that to happen. But that's yeah. basically it. Yeah, it's interesting to see Breath of the Dying as a minor just for combating corruption is fine, but the rank one and rank two are definitely not as palatable as the rank three just from the because rank two doesn't give you any damage, it just adds the heal. But then rank yeah. three is a four hundred percent increase in the proc rate for the execute component. So it's a, it's a giant jump. But that's it's basically, yeah, I mean, we... it's basically doubling the value. Yeah, I mean, it's four times the proc rate for the last twenty percent. Mm -hmm. So you're looking at you know the same amount of procs in the last twenty percent as you're going to get leading up to that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we saw how ridiculous it was for the first couple of days of the patch when rank one was bugged and was behaving like rank three. Uh, it yeah. was extremely broken, but they fixed that now. So you just got a little preview 
and now uh, you'll get the real thing in five years. It's is it is it actually like seven or eight weeks? Yeah, to it's, get it? it's it's a couple of months. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. That's. Oh, I mean, it's fine because that essence coupled with sort of how the cloak upgrades and the cloak proc will eventually get. Those are sort of right. the external ways to nerf the content we're in. Yeah. Instead of just like it, it, everything is weaker by 5% or some crap. Yeah, it, it works. It's just unfortunate that the, you know, the quest that you get gives so little. Sure. Yeah, they definitely bumped it up. I thought it, it was a weird point. So if you didn't know this just yesterday, well, it was with the maintenance that happened, I want to say, yeah. this week. More coalescing visions drop, not 50, but 250 for the dailies now in all the zones. And they also give a little more rep for each as well. So now it's not as not important, if that makes sense. Before, you didn't really have to, Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on your region, big reset day, do all this stuff in both zones. Same thing on your, your Friday or Saturday. And then you could basically keep up with it. But now it kind of pushes you, if you're going to min-max, to do it every single day now. Because you do get an extra big boy vision a week. There were a lot of people that were electing to just completely skip the dailies and just go do more islands. They just weren't doing them. Mm. Um, yeah. But yeah, now, now you can't really ignore them anymore. You kind of have to do them now, yeah. Yeah. So how about, uh, I sort of had like a general topic on here. What sort of grind or prep for the raid list are you going through? And Rusa, I know that you are in BDG now, or at least for a little bit now. And you may or may not be on kind of the world stage here next week in some way, shape, or form. Are you guys shifting how much preparation you're doing in this patch? Or are you just kind of going through the checklist every single day? Is there anything that sort of cropped up recently that you're like, oh, we should do this? What are you guys doing for the for the uh, raid prep? Um, I mean, we're not doing anything too insane. We're mostly focusing on player sanity over, <laughs> right. um, you know, super optimizations. Um, a lot of it is just making sure that people are getting their islands done, they're getting their dailies done, they're working. We're putting a lot of focus on success in heroic visions. So, um, you know, just trying to make sure people are engaged and actually playing their characters leading up to the raid and that everyone's prepared. Okay. Mostly just focusing on individual um, like uh, achievement and contribution. And Kib, how is that for, for you guys, your guild? Uh... Pretty much similar. Just you know, do the do your three islands a week. Do your AP world quest, and then you know, know what the mechanics of the boss are, and nothing really fancy. It's just the need the the same thing as always. Except now, uh, everyone's farming a uh, trash in the raid because that drops corruption gear. So, right. Okay. That's that's what I was basically trying to segue in. Is that your how where would you put that on the list of important stuff to do? Would you put that above Mythic Plus farming and farming sixes? Or... Yes. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I would do, like, your, your open world stuff, like, you know, your AP world quest, because those goes away. Sure. Then, uh, basically, do the stuff that goes away first before it goes away, and then farm trash, basically, is what I would do for this week. 
and next week it's different but yeah right well that that's the do 15s yeah next week you'll be farming 15s for a big uh big gear but corrupted gear you speak of um i'm gonna bring up a chart real quick here and in different ways depending on what you've soaked up through discords or through the guides or on twitter feeds or raid bots or wherever else blood mallet etc you may have seen charts like this because we're in an interesting place where obviously eye level now is not as important in some ways. Eye level is eye level, or in some cases, eye level is not even a factor because you can wear blues right now that has some of these traits on them. Do I don't know which one of you wants to speak to the corrupted gear system first. Kib, I know you've shared some opinions on what you think this should have been and how it's almost there. But Yeah. I mean Personally, I, I think the 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 system at the core of it is I, I I wouldn't say I like it, but I think it's better than Titan Forging. But since not all the item drop corrupted, it's worse than Titan Forging. That's basically it for me. If everything would drop corrupted, since the patch is like all about the corruption stuff, make everything drop corrupted. And then you players have a choice basically into like, do I want this? Do I don't want that? And cleansing is basically free. So th there would still be some like RNG, uh, like, oh, I got like Lash of Void or Infinite Stars or Gushing Wounds versus like, hey, I got like Avoidance. But if everything drops corrupted, then at least you can just go through the process and you'll get what you want eventually. Whereas right now, you just go through the process because there's nothing else to do. Yeah. There's a demon hunter in my guild that got a 415 ring blue from a world quest with gushing wound on it and took off a 460 with a socket, I want to say, because he had two socketed rings on. Took off the ring to drop down to a gushing wound blue because it's a huge upgrade. Just because the power of these damage procs is so big. When you're figuring out the math yeah. for these, Rusa, you guys have been sort of working on this in different ways. Should they, I mean, there's obviously a bit of a step ladder with these, but when you're trying to figure out the numbers and parse information, were you expecting these to be more in line were you expecting them to sort of seem like there was like a tier list of them there's gonna be some that were garbage some that were good and some that were obviously the strongest and were you expecting them to be 20 to 30 percent of a player's damage unlike a trinket which is like five or six percent which i thought they were aiming at when i first read about this months ago um the the middle range stuff kind of ended up about where i thought it was going to be um and that's sort of where I thought most of the system was going to lie. Uh, where we ended up with having, you know, four to five powers that are, you know, enormously more powerful than the others, I think is just a... It's hard to quantify exactly how that ended up being the case. Um, either it's a case of they wanted weapon corruptions to be very, very good because... Um, because they're limited, so things like Lash of the Void, but then you have stuff like Infinite Stars, Echoing Void, Gushing Wound that can end up on any piece. 
Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's a case of, you know, maybe something didn't hit its tuning target. So they had to tweak player damage elsewhere or, you know, it's, it's all a question of what part of the equation in mythic grade do they want to tweak? Sure. Um, because if Lash of the, like if corruptions were ha- across the board, half the value, they all are right now. You know, you'd be looking at 10k less player damage when we get to mid grade. That means that has to mean less boss health. So it, it's just a question of where are they tweaking that formula of damage to boss health to kill, like bosses being killable? And why are they making those changes? are they aware that they're affecting that that particular formula? You know what I mean? Well, Ken, we obviously we don't know how the mythic numbers are going to be tuned and things in the, t- yeah, the PTR exactly. are, are mostly overly HP spongy just to test mechanics. Heroic so far that we've gone through, have you two fully cleared yet? I know I have four Nazoths to do tonight on normal and heroic, two on each, but... Uh, we've done 10 out of 12 normal heroic and we're finishing tonight. Right but... there with me then, yeah. Yeah, we've been doing splits. I think we're at ten out of. I think we're at eleven out of twelve on two heroics. Okay. No, one heroic we're ahead. The other one we're behind. Yeah, we've got we've got more heroics to do. But I mean, heroic so far has been. It actually has been a breath breath of fresh air. I think the the mechanics are simple and fun. Uh, we wiped the most on Zanish eight times, eight wipes. Everything else was like a one, two, three shot. Uh, or we walk in and we oopsie pull the dog and we, you know, did it. But the HP values on Mythic are going to be interesting because can Blizzard can or did or will they tune? Because there's no way they can. It's a weird topic to break down in my head. They cannot tune the raid encounters for 20 players with infinite stars or echoing void or gushing wound, right? There's no way because that the system is random. The items are random. But if they don't, then the bosses will be too easy because players are doing 60, 70, 80,000 DPS where they should only be doing 50 or 60,000 DPS, which is like the the median like high-end point right now around that 550-ish plus eye level. But once you add on Infinite Stars, it adds on 8k DPS, even on your healers, which I do believe um, Chris Potter and Method has a tier 3 Infinite Stars in his Holy Paladin, which he's maining for this tier. So even... A healer spamming judgment will still keep that stack going. And then when he pops wings and goes ham for the you know the holy paladin DPS window, he's gonna add that much more free damage on top of the fact that it's already a holy paladin. How can they tune for the RNG system of these number plateaus that are gonna just like fly out? How how do they because there's not a lot and, of like Yeah, that's kind of why I brought up that whole like player damage to boss health formula thing in the first place because the top guilds are going to walk in fully loaded with the top corruption effects. It's going to happen. And they're going to just slam through bosses at an astronomic rate Mm -hmm. unless they have a ridiculous amount of health or do a ridiculous amount of damage. Like there has to be a check somewhere. And if it's DPS, it's going to be a corruption wall. If it's not DPS, then everything, like almost every boss is going to be trivial. And so you mm-hmm. saw this, you saw this problem in Battle of Dazarlor when they gave everyone three more Azerite 
traits going into the raid and then every boss was flopping over in like two three minutes on mythic like three four minutes and it was way too fast you know the, the overwhelming feedback was that every boss was way too little health um and, and i feel like they got that tuning point wrong for that raid some of it did it felt like the that's what's strange about an eight boss raid versus a 12 boss raid we're definitely going to feel a little siege of orgrimmar ish i think out of 12 bosses uh, i think what i've agreed what i've put forward and what's mostly been back and forth agreed with when i've, I've talked to Scripe a little bit sort of prepping for the race to world first and there's like five five and a half of the 12 encounters where they just they can't they don't know the mythic versions of them may be ridiculous like shadhar has nearly 250 260 million hp in a 30 man heroic raid what if he just has like 400 million in a mythic raid yeah Tuning is going to be very weird this time around. I, I'm very scared for like the first ten boss to just flop. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like they they can't they cannot like you said they can't tune the content over like having I don't know like twenty three infinite stars in the raid, right. which method and limit will have because both of their these guilds are buying BOEs on literally every server of their region, so mm-hmm. they will have a huge amount of infinite stars and of of every like like good op like corruption effects they will have a lot of every one of them so i'm like yeah i I will not be surprised if like i get home from work on the first day and limit is like nine out of 12 and they're working on like the 10th boss right i will not be surprised at all if that's the case yeah so the show today is going to bounce back and forth between all these sort of topics here with sort of the, the havoc sprinkling on top, right? So uh, a little bit ago, this Wowhead post came out. A little bit ago is that this came out and it kept getting traction. because This came out last year, but it was the how the meta skews spec strength perception. This was a big collaboration that came up on Wowhead. And more recently, I've been looking back on this because this was made almost a year ago. And a lot of it still stands true to this day. I don't know if either of you, Kate, have you read this? Russo, have you read this? Yeah, I, I read, read it the, last year when it came then. out. Okay. Yeah. But the concepts are eternal, basically, and right. that the, they go through in this. It's always going to be the case in a game like WoW that is so, like, known, basically. Yeah. It takes very little time for stuff to be figured out, so metas develop extremely fast. But then, Kib, you're playing still a purple class, but you swapped a while ago to Warlock. However, as a, as a just as a full-on DPS spectrum, what do you considering going to Nihilotha, what DPS classes and specs, both between ranged and melee, do you feel that the top guilds are going to prioritize? Is there... Because that's the one caveat to this. You could say that, you know, hunters, according to Preach, and everyone keeps quoting Mike for this, damn it, hunters are bad in Nihilotha. But if your hunter's got tier 2 or tier 3 infinite stars, who cares if you're playing a hunter? Right? Yeah, well, corruption is 
kind of skewing that thing a little bit right now. But again, that that's mostly a thing for like guilds like that are a little bit lower on the spectrum because you know, limit and method again will will just buy their way into infinite stars on as many pieces as they can on everyone as they can. So they'll get infinite stars on the purple classes. So that that that's basically the that's your ace in the hole. Right. But what classes are you, are you particularly feeling is going to be the strong point for both ranged and melee? Uh, well, I'm the same old. Basically, class tuning hasn't really changed since last patch. So, mm -hmm. you know, Warlock, Fire Mage, Havoc, Warriors are pretty good. Uh, both specs, I I'm, I think. I'm, I don't really touch warrior much or look at them a lot but i've heard people saying that both specs have like their thing that they do very good uh priests are good on progress on heroic they they struggle a little bit right now because things just flops over right but when mythic comes around and they can get their cycles going uh you'll see priests coming up again uh hunters are good like they i don't i i wouldn't say that hunter's a bad class i don't know how much like top guilds will stack them but if you're anyone beside limit and method, like having a couple hunters in red is never a bad idea. Uh, rogues are fine. They're not as good, I guess, anymore because Havoc is just ridiculous. So Rogue kind of took a step back. But that's basically the, the, the same suspects that you would expect, I guess. Yeah, our Rogue's playing a Fury Warrior this tier. We don't even have a Rogue in the raid. But yeah, Russo, where would you put that then? Are you are you in agreement? Just like a melee strictly standpoint, then are you gonna are there gonna be any dark horses in the melee camp? People keep asking me because I'm playing elemental this tier to sort of challenge myself and learn things as ranged. But they're like, are there a couple of bosses that that enhancements gonna pomp on? Are you gonna see survival hunter or something? I, I what do you think? I think that what made specs good last year is going to make them good for the same reason this tier. Okay. Um, a lot of the same strengths and scenarios that they can lean into sort of exist now. We saw basically no class changes whatsoever. Um, you know, you, there may be some very minor changes uh, that some specs got and maybe a, a, a number bump, but like nothing major to shake up the meta. Um, I mean, we got very, 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 very little even Azerite tuning, let alone, you know, talent or class, you know, aura buffs. So really, it just boils down to what is the impact of more essences and corruptions, mm -hmm. which affects most everyone about the same. Um, you know, the, the, the classes that had really good essences are going to continue to have good essences. Mm -hmm. the classes that, you know benefit really well from like damage procs like demon hunter are going to continue to do really well with a bunch of new damage procs um as far as dark horses i mean yeah sure you asked enhancement i think there's a couple fights that yeah they're gonna they're gonna do an insane amount of damage on what i take like what i take one into a top 10 progression guild i mean probably not unless they're like word up level player and stubborn and refuse to play anything else um i think that i think the one melee that may actually see some viability um is strong word or not 
feral druid Ooh. with um, mm-hmm. the strength of balance right now and the I quote I quote relative ease of spec switching to feral. Um, there are a couple AOE fights where their ability to put out massive amounts of dot damage on yeah. mass targets very quickly could be very powerful. Good example is uh, like Carapace. I don't know if they'll be mythic viable, but you know your ability to like dot up everything on both sides of the the tentacle really quickly could be really good. There's a couple of things uh, you bring up. The tentacles were you were you talking about on Drestigath? Or I'm talking about Carapace and Phase oh, Carapace One. Phase One. Down. That's a weird. I, I got to see that tonight because you can't jump on top of the tentacle anymore. You have to like walk all the way around it. I guess there was mm-hmm. some problem with the architecture; it was too easy. But the the point that I've heard, at least or discerned from Feral, is certain encounters because of the balance form in cat form and their increased melee range. They actually on say for example Ilganoth. Because of the mind control, you can't get within melee range really easily to help. But Feral Druids can hit a lot of those targets to help break them out of the mind control by staying further away than other melee can. That's beneficial. They also just passively will hit the other bloods while also doing damage to the boss because they'll just hit everything around them way farther than other melee are going to. So, I mean, yeah. We'll... Yeah, but but Ilganoth, Ilganoth is one of those fights where... While, yes, a Feral Druid could do that, if that Feral Druid can play balance, probably mm. should. Okay, that's fair. I wonder how that fight's going to be on Mythic anyway, though. I, I'm expecting some uh, Will the Emperor-style CC chains in those corners. I'm not letting the Bloods run free, but we'll... Because that fight is just... We've all done it on Heroic. It's just... The Bloods are here. Kill them, I guess. <laughs> it, was, it was a complete cloud fiesta. So that brings me to predictions then for the race to world first before we get back into more things directly for Havoc then. And of course, if you haven't heard, I leave literally on Saturday. So this, I look like I'm actually paying attention right now. The title of the show has the 19th. That's when this episode was supposed to go live. We're recording it today due to the fact that Ruth was under the weather and we had other scheduling conflicts with other potential guests. So we're recording it today, but this is essentially the episode from that Sunday. But just so you have one before I leave. So I'll be going to the Race to World first, casting with everyone else that's going to be there for the up to two weeks, maybe even longer. We'll see. But which bosses? We kind of just briefly got on it, though. Specifically, though, Kim, do you think what walls may happen in in Nihilotha? And the counterpoint to that, which boss are you just looking forward to seeing during the race? Uh, hopefully the first uh, wall is not going to be a soccer boss, because, you know, if that starts to bug, then we'll be there for a couple hours, boys. But mm. uh, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't think they'll hit, they, they were going to hit that much of a wall until Carapace, to be honest. Oh, wow. Just because of the fact that that like you know corruption gear is so ridiculous the like the dps checks are going to be irrelevant with the amount of gear that they they're able to stack bearing all again that you know we don't have another like fetid devour scenario yeah but yeah vexiona and carapace are basically my bet for the 
the wall. And carapace, I'm kind of lean, like leaning on the, the wall because it's going to be super bugged when it, uh, when it comes out. There were apparently, I don't know how specific this is, but parts of carapace were changed before it went live, of course. And I, I was told parts of the Nazoth encounter were removed. But I haven't done Nazoth yet, so I don't know, based on the PTR footage. So that's, there are definitely some changes. And we know, because the Dungeon Journal alludes to it, and because of data mine, that there is a secret, hidden, mythic-only phase for Nazoth. Unless that has been removed or changed, but I... We'll wait to find out. Yeah. People are hoping yeah, for I an extra... I hope they don't remove it, because then the cinematic would be an even bigger letdown. Uh, well, that's, that's, <laughs> the side note to that is hopefully that there is another, like, an actual cinematic. The story will be the same, but is there something else after Mythic Nazoth goes down? We'll find out in two weeks from now, somewhere in there. Yeah. Rusa, counterpoint to that, uh, unless you have a wall boss you want to throw in on, but which boss are you looking forward to as well? And, um... Can you speak to any potential degenerate stacking strats that may be deployed on certain encounters, like sub-rogues on Zool? Have you guys sort of figured out or the potential for bring X of this class on this boss and it'll trivialize blah? Is there anything like that we have so far in Nyalotha? I mean, just bring like 18 fire mages and just kill everything in every ad. <laughs> um, I mean, realistically... Um... As far as degenerate stacking strats, I don't think there's too much. I think that there are a couple boxes that have potential for just like, hey, no melee, or as few melee as possible. Right. Um, and that's pretty unfortunate. Um, I think the obvious one is Ilganoth with the limited amount of space. Um, some potential for that is with like Shadhar with the amount of stuff going on there. Um yeah, it's it's hard to say. There, there's there's quite a few bosses that are pretty melee unfriendly, either with the amount of movement you have to do, or just the amount of space, or the mechanics that you can't help with. You're literally like Ilganoth during the NC phases. I mean, I could throw out a stun and maybe I beam someone, but otherwise, I'm just tunneling the boss and not getting MC because there's nothing right. I can do. So it's like that kind of fight. Like you're gonna see plenty of groups that are just like one demon hunter, maybe and a warrior. So, um, as far as bosses I'm looking forward to, uh, I'm looking forward to Ra Den 2.0. That looks yeah. like a really fun fight. Um, and uh, Ilgoth, I'm looking forward to just because of how wild of a ride that's going to be. It's, it's interesting how it's an encounter that is, obviously it gets harder and harder each of the four phases you go through. But it's not one that is just like, here's suddenly a rot phase where if you don't kill the boss in X seconds, you're dead. It's the mechanics lead up to the the soft to hard and rage. So it'll be funny to see how that works, right? You, you eventually run out of space if you don't do your I-beams properly. More and more of the blood of Ilganoth will keep spawning. So it's a race to the finish. And that goes back to the previous topic. How much HP is... The kill Jaden body of Ilganoth going to have, and is that doable? They'll go drop to two healers, drop to one tank or something weird. 
those are the fun parts that I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah. And, and, you know, that kind of goes back to what we were saying earlier is the tuning is, is a real worry. You know, fights are either going to be nearly impossible or they're just going to be a joke. It's yeah. Just have to wait and see. Let's see there. So walls, nothing really crazy. What are we looking forward to? Can we and, talk about the oh, amount of trash that is so, in this raid? Do you guys have a different... I haven't thought it's that bad. There's so much. What? What do you mean, not that bad? You walk past a lot of it, and you just open part of the show with that you want to farm trash for BOEs anyway. So if there was less of it, there was less chance for that. Yeah, well, I just need one, tra one pack of mob to do that. Uh, well, sure, but... I don't need... 20 packs between every boss. Yeah. I don't know, because it's it's a I thought the pacing was actually pretty good so far. I actually really enjoyed the the romp down the like the heart of corruption to go down to Ilganoth because there's Shadhar and Drestagath and Ilganoth, and it's all one spiral staircase. So you just you you pull that, you pull like your biggest pack up first with all the garbage and you hero. And by the time you get to the bottom, Lust is back up, and you walk back up, and you Shadhar, and you do Dress Together, and you do Ilganoth. And you take the thing back up, and it zoops you back up top. So it's sort of that, do a bunch of trash for 10-15 minutes, and then do boss, boss, boss. Or do some trash, do some trash, boss, boss. Instead of, remember older raids, where it was trash packs, boss, trash packs, boss, trash packs, boss. That was the whole raid. That's how Blizzard used to make raids. So now it's sort of interconnected. I thought it was actually pretty fine. And you can skip. We've shrouded past and walked past a bunch of stuff so far. It's been like, meh. Or just kill it for BOEs. Kill all of it. Well, so I'm kind of worried about mythic trash. I know that's kind of a meme, but... Well, okay. You know, <laughs> like, some of those mobs are pretty nasty on heroic. Uh, you know, it, they're just gonna take a long time. That and, The mini-bosses you know, will. Two yeah. months of doing it, it's just it's just gonna be a bear. You you might have something there. That's that. I'll give you that one. It's funny yeah, how we my talk my big my biggest issue with it is that it's like right now it's like it's okay it's whatever but like mm -hmm. once you get to farm it's gonna take longer to kill the trash than killing the twelve bosses in your run, which is like like why like you think it'd be that bad? I, 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 not. I like the layout of the instance, like you said, like the the layout of how the boss are like structured and yeah. like the 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 zone in itself. I, I oh. like it, but I I'd remove half the trash and it'd be like perfect. I would remove majority of the mobs of the trash mobs that are inside boss arenas. I'm oh. Okay with the amount of trash moving two bosses, but then you get to the boss and you still there's like another fifty mobs in there you have to kill. Mott's room is kind of stupid. Sure. That room was the weirdest one. I think that I... Rec I mean, because like the hive my room is like a whole bunch of bugs. It's like, it's like two big poles and you're there. Right? So there's some rooms like that. But yeah, Mott's room is pretty dumb. Like Vexiona's trash is kind of... It's just teaching mechanics. Yeah, it's wave-based. It reminds me of... Um, I can't think of his name. The, the faceless one boss in Ulduar. It's almost the exact same thing. I want to say Mithrax, but it's not Mithrax. But same same mob. Channel take me. Let me know. Vizak? 
Is it Vizax? General Vizax? Yeah, I think that's. It's the patrolling like that. mobs, and that the one like, yeah, you kill yeah, the mobs, yeah. and it summons the big guy, and he walks towards yeah. you, and you just like, yeah, it's same kind of thing. So I got I got feelings for from that, yeah. Yeah. So it, I get you though. It's a little bit much, and I think it's both. None of us mentioned. I haven't cleared it yet. This is why I was like sort of. Once you have the instance at Carapace, you so you had at least cleared the bridge once then, right? Kib, you did Carapace already? Uh, we haven't done Carapace. Oh, no, no. Rusi did Carapace, right? Yeah, we did that. So you've cleared the bridge. Yeah. We had a joke last night that um, this is going to be really annoying to clear after a while, so the, the strat was going to be whoever makes it to the bridge end gets to the boss without dying. <laughs> just Just run. Just run. There's a lot does on that win- bridge. Does the winner win a BOE with infinite stars on it or something like that? Because otherwise I would just wait behind and just watch the show. <laughs> but if you're not killing the trash, you're not getting those BOEs, Kib. Well, I mean, as long as you're in the raid, you can loot them. Right now. <laughs> what are some? All- Kib's mind only operates yeah. in infinite stars right now. Can we get yes. a picture of his face? Just put the infinite star like icon just on his put forehead. Stars in his eyeball. Or yeah, in his eyeball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Just make a filter. Like <laughs> a Snapchat filter or something. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, let's uh, equip our tinfoil hats and steer this uh, Bance bus back to Havoc for a closing topic that I've been asking every spec show so far. Shadowlands looms on the horizon kind of it's like eight to ten months away we're hoping for beta in like april and then a launch in september we'll 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 find out honestly i'm kind of with mike on the fact that if they just delay until like next year like a year from now like early 2021 for a really solid expansion i'm okay with it but i know the the forums would be like re but halinka brian halinka the great Unprunzor man himself is coming back to the WoW combat team. His job is to work on the class and specs of the game. We got a little preview of that at BlizzCon, where they are trying to hone in on classes again and sort of hodgepodge all of your stuff into your class, and then obviously your flavors of your specs are where you define things. Now, Havoc only been out for, by the time Shadowlands comes out, two expansions. What the heck does this mean for Havoc Demon Hunters? Because all we really see is a couple of talents go by the wayside, like rest in peace, bloodlet. We've seen, like, an, an artifact trait go away, like Fury of the Illidari, which is, like, you know, the, the poor man's soul capacitor. Momentum actually ever being mathematically worth it. So what, what do you have a wish list of things that you hope Brian fine tunes? Are you hoping for something new, some iteration on the spec? Kib, do you have like a laundry list for Shadowlands? Uh, I hope they bring back Bloodlet. I hope they delete like all the useless talents and they make new fun ones. It's, yeah, that's basically it. I think everyone would agree with that. You mean you don't like Dark Slash? Uh, it, it's fine if they make it like do something, but in its current stance, uh, no, take it out, take out fell mastery, 
take out uh, the stupid like ring talent that I forget the name of because that's how much I pay attention to that talent. Wait, like, the, no the, one, no one plays that. Like the, no the one what? uses it. Literally zero percent player base uses these talents. Oh, the ring. You mean cycle of hatred? No, no, no. The oh. uh, what's it called? Insatiable hunger. That one. Ah. See, no, no one knows what I'm talking about. It's <laughs> exactly. literally the most useless talent <laughs> in the game. It's so bad. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Mean the one that used to be the ring legendary. The ring legendary. Uh, yeah. yeah. Giants or whatever. There it is. Yeah. For it sure. was good on the ring because the ring was like broken for half the expansion, but you know the talent, not so much. Yeah, because they're obviously they're they're good. I think Rusa and I sort of touched on this barely when he was almost dying. So we talked for a little bit uh, this past weekend. But I mean, there you you can blind fury, you can demonic appetite, you can fell blade, you can immolation or you can demon blades, you can trail of ruin, you can fell barrage. All the the past the uh, the drs are good. All the survival ones. First blood is sort of like the set and forget. I've tried talking about if cycle of hatred can ever work, and it's just too weak. <laughs> it's just so bad. The and dark slash problem, is like a joke. The, what Rissa? The the problem with the entire talent tree. Quite literally, the entire talent tree is first blood. It's too oh. good and it's too central to how Demon Hunter plays this expansion. Right. First blood yep. by itself is worth like 19, 20% damage. If you strip hmm. away like all the essences, all the, like, you go back to like BOD's times when like, hey, you know, everyone's damage is class damage, not about billion procs and stuff. First blood is way too pivotal. Um, it's just the most important thing in the entire talent tree. It's the most important thing in the entire toolkit. Um, it's in all three and, of the builds that Kib has in the. <laughs> yeah, well, that oh, yeah. Is, it, it's it's going to be in literally every build, and it's yeah. first blood is the reason we're locked into Demo demonic. First blood's the reason we're locked into Trail of Ruin. Like, it's too good. Yeah. Am I saying it needs to be nerfed? No, I'm saying first blood is the kind of talent that should have been a baseline aspect of the class in the first place because demon mm. hunter havoc demon hunter without it is missing it's already a relatively simple spec and i'm not saying that this makes it complex but it gives it complexity in having a resource that you have to pull for yep and that you have to track a cooldown so it's like it's a good button for the class that should be a baseline defining part of the spec and that it's locked to a talent is the biggest sin on the entire talent tree. That if if I see anything else on the talent tree change, I want to see that. Yeah. It's a tough one. I'd be down for demonic baseline as well if like they want to go in there, but like yeah, first blood is the biggest offender. But demonic baseline could open up a lot of cool like possibilities. Like Dark Slash is not bad. It's really not no, bad. You not. can get a lot of damage out of it. It's just not first blood. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you can do Dark Slash is funny. Uh, I think the only application that I've thought of that it would be really silly in, in PvP is if you actually stacked triple thirsting blades, walk up to someone, Dark Slash, hit them for half their health with one button. Well, it'd be two buttons well, at that I mean, point. But still. Even... 
even rotationally on like a a, a real encounter like it, yeah. it's not bad but it's just not like you know broken yeah. it's weird how both first blood and dark slash are single target increasing talents potentially could be single target increasing talents but because of the fury cost reduction and how first blood feeds the rotation and dark slash doesn't doesn't do anything it just it just it's a it's it what's it say the rogues have it's the exposed weakness or whatever that suddenly rogues have or whatever it's same kind of concept it's a judgment window that retribution paladins have it's exposed it's um uh moral strike it's warriors it's uh freaking siege breaker or whatever it is right it's the same sort of window yeah but forcing that into a class that never had one before obviously it was an experiment we'll see I'm with you on the Bloodlet coming back, though. The Bloodlet build was a lot of fun. I think it was also probably way too good. That's probably why it was removed. The, the legendary effects was helping it and, like, that, but, like, take Fell Mastery out, put Bloodlet in there, and tune that talent row so that, you know, single target, you pick Trail. On two, three target, you pick like Bloodlet and on Masio you pick Felbarrage and everyone's happy because now you have like a little thing you can change and it like a little bit playstyle difference between encounter instead of just being like, you know, do this, put these Azerites on and you're good to go forever. Yeah. I'm also with you on the demonic being the baseline thing. I think if they made baseline demonic though, they might revert I-beam to like a 45 second or a one minute cooldown though. If it was just a kit defining thing, which is I mean, yeah, they could they could do that and then make demonic just hey, reduce the I beam of you know, the cooldown of I beam by fifty percent, something like that. You know, yeah. from sixty to thirty. Boom, problem solved. They have to buff momentum or if they want to keep the momentum playstyle. I miss playing momentum in Bloodlet. That's where you played it, was momentum bloodlet and mythic plus in Legion. That was the stuff. That was quite fun, but that was the bracer combination. That was extra bounces and extra damage or whatever on your glaives. That was the uh, master of the glaive older version. So, yep. yeah. a lot of synergies basically. Right, but you can't. I don't think I've played any other spec than demonic, all BFA. No, there's, there's no, no reason to have not to have. Very, very, very early in Aldir. If you are oh. running the uh, that fell rush has a right trait unbound yeah, chaos, the one that got removed unbound chaos. Oh, there was that, but even then, you had too many issues with fight positioning for it to be playable. Sure. How about uh, a potentially contentious topic? <clears throat> I bring it up all the damn time. I am more okay with the raid buffs, int, fort, shout. Whatever. Give us back Mark of the Wild. Who cares? I think there should be duality in all those. Like, Warlock should have Fort. Priest should have Fort. And then you put Battle Shout on Paladins and Warriors. Whatever, right? Int on Moon, on Druids or, or on, like, Shaman and Mages. Sure. Make a different flavor. But the 5% multiplicative physical damage and magic damage taken. Where are you guys on these? Rusa, I know you have to always factor these into math. Should they stay? Should they go? Yeet them? Or keep them? The buffs are fine. I agree with you there. They're a nice little flavor. They're, we have scrolls for almost as good. The debuffs serve absolutely no purpose in the game whatsoever. None. 
like they only serve a purpose of lock like locking in parts of your comp that's all it does yeah there's there's no alternative to them they they should go like there's what like what game like what gameplay are we enhancing by them existing nothing especially when you're considering that pve armor still exists on pve mobs so all your physical damage is already reduced then you get to add in all those multiplicative math strings on what your physical armor versus your physical damage is going to be K with the monk buff in there stuff. and k value yeah all that crap right just we didn't have any of this in legion and i don't remember anyone missing i mean i've heard people tell me they missed their fort they missed their mark of the wild that's why the the buffs that you throw up on a group it's fine kib where you got on the buffs debuff yeah. situation the the buffs is fine the debuffs is like eh. it it they could kind of like remedy the situation a little bit by having more specs being able to provide them but there's just no need to have them in the first place so i i just remove them completely if it was just up to me but if they want to keep them at least like i don't know put it on like three specs each of them or something like that or give an engineer like a way to yeah a profession uh, i don't know sure. some sort of yeah, multiple ways to like... multiple ways to get them basically. Yeah, well, that's sort of soapboxing a bit. That's the suggestion I had, is that you put the magic on a melee and you put the magic debuff on a predominantly ranged. So I said shaman should get it because two ranged specs and enhancements like a melee caster fundamentally, and then you put your again your physical damage debuff was on mostly melee. Because it's two melee specs, and obviously your your misweaver is kind of a melee healer. Then you put it on also hunters, because they're mostly a range spec. So you have that duality there. But then at that point, you always have it, and that's sort of the the, the thing. Rusa, have you ever actually reverse engineered how much damage a mythic raid gets from these two debuffs, and how much it just critically hurts the raid group to not have one of them? It's awful. It's just yeah, it's five percent. Well. Sure, but like a numerical amount when you look at it is gross because that's how the whole game is now tuned. So if you don't have like you only have one demon hunter, that's why I was locked into playing demon hunter for two and a half tiers. We went through so many in my guild, like four or five came and went. The nights that I wasn't on, like there were noticeable things where like, okay, we push now, but it's like eight, six to eight seconds later, you make that push, which you don't get the right spell overlap then. And you're kidding about it because you just don't have at, at at 20 DPS. It is an extra DPS player, right? Um, you know, if you assume you have 20 DPS players doing 50,000 damage for a million raid damage DPS, you know, five percent is another 50k. That's another player. Yeah, it's wild. And I'm sure they probably did this to add more to the kits of monks and demon hunters because of the least played classes in the game. But they're also the newest. So I don't know what they expect. And that goes back in button hooks back to the beginning of the show again. Where Havoc has probably one of the most complete kits in the entire game with virtually no weaknesses anywhere. Whereas other... Besides being melee, but yeah. Well, oh, come on. 
But it's true. That's their only weakness. Ah! Pretty, so you not, I mean, they're pretty susceptible to being rooted. Sure. <laughs> I mean, if if we're splitting hairs here. <laughs> I, mean, I guess that's true. Only thing that kills me in PvP on my Demon Hunter is like a root stun combo or the stupid druid toilet with the with the solar beam mass entangle. Oh, but that kills anyone, so it's not gonna kill only havoc. Right? Yeah. But all right, anything else on the Shadowlands wish list? Maybe a little broader, not just Havoc specifically, before we move on? Uh, I'd like to see I mean, new meta forms. Oh, what? Oh, like cosmetic... Based on... Yeah, based on the different factions. Uh, oh, yeah, why do Blood Elf and Night Elf meta look the same? That's a good point. I mean... Okay. Maybe something to do with demonic energy. It doesn't matter whether, whether you're Night or Blood Elf, but... Would be interesting to see like maybe new wings or some of the different metaforms. It's Shadowlands mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily have to follow the law, same physical laws. And we could some cool cosmetic stuff maybe. It'd be nice if whenever you go into uh, your meta would have the same color as the tattoos you have on your normal form too. You know, because <laughs> that would kind of like fit. <laughs> yeah, that's come up. That came up on the Vengeance Demon Hunter show a couple of uh, weeks ago now. That was one of the things they brought up, is that when they meta, because they don't jump, right? Vengeance meta is just like, rah, they just roar. Why do all their tattoos change colors? Yeah. Well, I mean, Havoc's the same. Like, you you can have, like, red tattoos, and when you meta, it's green. Yeah. Just little cosmetic stuff like that, and I don't know. Kill Island Expedition is my other big one, but I, well, I think that's already done, so... Yeah, we're not going to do Islands next expansion. There's going to be farming Torghast all the time. Highlands are an extremely popular piece of content right now. They might bring it back. You, <laughs> I mean, you meme when you say that, and I can I can see it in the eyeballs. But at the same time, you ask some of the guys that have actually been farming and chilling out in Islands, and it's not terrible to them because it's it's who they're playing with, not the activity they're doing. Well, yeah. Which, as a game developer, the game developer's job is to trick players into doing the same thing over and over and not know they're doing the same thing over and over. So, yeah. thumbs up on that one, then. If 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 we want to dig a little more, like, mm -hmm. I, I my ideal wor world would be a, a game where there's weekly caps, and that way they can buff how much every activity gives towards that weekly cap. So, if you want to do uh... keys... You just do keys and you cap your AP weekly with that. If you like islands, you just do islands. If you like pet battles, go do pet battles. If you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but in a world where there's no caps, uh, they need to have a hierarchy of like what gives what. And then you get things like islands is the best thing to do right now. So yeah, go farm them, like it or not. Fair. A couple different things we'll see. I mean, we don't, because... The artifact power system in Shadowlands seems like it's all about just your soul bind. So, and they've already said, if you haven't heard this, that there is a weekly cap. There is the mandatory amount that you want to farm for every week through hopefully more than just Torghast. That was unknown at BlizzCon. And then after that, I don't know how they're going to do this in the system side of things, but you can keep farming more but it'll not be for power gains towards your soul by towards your covenant it would be towards 
cosmetic stuff, like the armor sets you saw in the trailers, for example. It's sort of those things. So you'd have your yeah. Valor cap, and then after that, you're done. Essentially, for your power gain. So as long yeah, as they I was can... really happy when they announced that. Yeah. So good, good things we if first they commit saw. to that. Great. Right. But we all know about Activision Blizzard <laughs> and their retention. So. All right, you gents can take a step aside if you need to. Grab a drink, grab a snack. What are you gonna do? Run to the bio break real quick. I got a couple of minutes here to plug a few things in the mid-show break. After looking at the timer right now, it's weird. This is on a Thursday, and I have raid tonight as well. So of course that's still gonna be happening. If you missed the live show, of course, everything it gets archived over on YouTube. But what I neglected to say earlier today, of course, if you want to follow the show on YouTube and all the other side content I get that I pump out. When I go to the events and things of that nature, and Mike and I are probably going to do some things at the Race to World first coming up, is the live show is also on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, and, as of a couple of weeks ago now, also on Spotify. So if you want to listen to the podcast as a podcast, audio-only form, then you just type in Final Boss TV, all one word, capital F, capital B, capital TV, into any of those fields and you should be able to just plop up that podcast and you can add it to your RSS feed or favorite it or whatever you want to do. And then you'll have it right there. If you do listen to the show on any of the audio only things, if there's a way to rate the shows or the episodes, that's a way to help the show stay visible on the platform. So if you're one of those audio only listeners and you want to slap those stars or whatever the like buttons are on those things, then feel free to do so. That would help me out. And, I mean, sort of the same thing on YouTube, even though the like button is a sham now. You're basically just supposed to watch the whole dang video and then leave a comment, apparently. It's engagement. But those are all there. Of course, it is the Demon Hunter show today, so I'm wearing a Fabellina piece of art, as I've worn this many times before. And it is slowly fading a little bit, but this shirt's like, gosh, now, two plus years old at least. But this is little Lilladin with the old school Pandaren Glaives. And if you would like to support the show, the stream and everything in between in a physical sense, you can also do that with the links down below. We don't have a new design just yet. When I get back from the race to world first, I will be tackling that for the next spring design. I'm hoping I can get Fabelina on to do a, in her style, to do a one for Rathion. Cause we have Anduin over here and we've got the little queen, we've got Arthas, we got Lilladin, we got the Eridar twins randomly, we got Jaden Kindy, we got Sylvanas down here. This all over print is definitely retiring when I get back home. We got the, the Battle Azerite Day shirt down here, a little Ragnaros action. But uh, we'll probably do one for Rathion when we get back home. But those are all there. These are the designs. You click on the art, and then you can go customize what you want to put it on. So you can do shirts, tank tops, hoodies, sweatshirts, a whole nine yards, change your color, change your fabric. That is all what you can customize there. It's not just shirts. When you click on the shirt, you go one step deeper. There's Lilladin right there as well if you would like to, to do so. And big shout out yet again to my sponsors for the show. And whatever I do now online is through Elgato and Corsair. If you're looking for any bits and bobs and pieces and parts for your upcoming builds, current builds, I am still working on this new studio that I'm in, the new room in my house. There is a ton left that I have to do and set up and work on and fiddle with, and I still have a lot more pieces <laughs> that are sitting around waiting to be set up. 
So I will be working on the stream deck right there alone. I'm going to have my show all entirely controlled by a stream deck soon. But then Corsair just released, I do believe today, the new Scimitar RGB Elite, the micro your macros mouse. The new mouse, the entire side paneling here is actually customizable to a degree. The side of it can slide based on where your thumb sits. But I've got a new headset I'm going to be working on, and I just got so much of this stuff all installed. I did like an 11-hour build stream a little while ago. If you want to go back and watch that, that's on a VOD here on the Twitch channel. But Corsair, I've been a fan of Corsair products even before I was partnered and sponsored by them. But if you want to support what I do here and 10% off, free standard shipping, check the link down below and give it a perusal. That's actually my case right there. I think that might be the the shorter one, but I have the, uh, yeah, that's the 6100 series. I have the 680X, but very similar case than that one right there. But I've really enjoyed Corsair stuff for a long, long time. Just partnered with Scuff Gaming for controllers, and I've been told by at least one member of my community where they bought two of them back-to-back because -back they were real good. But they sent me that same mouse you just saw right there. And when I get back from Germany, from the Race to World First, I will be testing this out on stream and see how it feels. Because I am the one, I have a claw grip. I hold the whole mouse with my whole damn hand. So I've always been very weary of the, the mice and my headset wants to turn off. Quiet, you. My headset, um, also Corsair. But it wants to auto shut down because I muted Discord. The MMO MOBA mice, I'm going to give it a give it a whirl. And see how it feels. But right now I have the Glaive Pro right here. But we'll see how this goes when I get back. But if you want one of these, check them out down below. Supports what I do here on the stream. Keeps the show rolling. And if you if you have anything, you can join the tech channel in my Discord and share your stuff. Because people talk about that new stuff all the time. What's coming out new. Drivers, graphics cards, whatever. New computer parts, PC things. All there. But those are links all down below if you're on YouTube or, of course, right here on Twitch. But just so my headset stays turned on, we have some QA stuff here we can get through. I've got some canned questions. Kib, you, you good for a meme review? Always. Always. Uh, also talking about a uh, mouse. Oh, what do you have? It is a pretty good mouse that uh, your oh. show is uh, showing off right now. You use I've the... been running. I've, yeah, the I've Scimitar, been using right? it for quite a while. Yep, it's not the the new one, but uh, very satisfied with it. So, a very how, good mouse. How many of the thumb keys do you use? All of them. All all twelve. Serious? Yeah. Oh wow! Dang. All right. Well, I, I mean, like I have like mount up on like the 12th one, you know, like yeah. just like random stuff like that. But yes, I, I, I use all of them. Oh, like wow. I use, uh, I use 10 for like mouse over focus stuff. Uh, you know, like just, it's a little bit out of the way, but you don't focus mobs that often. So it's a good, like just right there with the thumb, you know, yeah. it's very, there's a lot of cool things you can do with, uh, having all those buttons at the, just at a, the thumb length, I guess. Yeah, but weird thing about it, I have here, because I have the glaive, I almost always have my thumb, like, pressed against the side of my mouse. So I don't know how it would be to have buttons there. I'd have to learn mm -hmm. how to hold my mouse differently. But I'm playing uh, Elemental Shaman right don't now. don't really change. 
much to no? be honest your thumb just rests on the button basically yeah at least that's how i have mine my thumb basically rests on like the the one and the four key if that makes sense on the side sure sure yeah i'm looking at the box right now <laughs> to see where you're talking yeah we'll see because i'm playing elemental shaman like i've talked about a couple of times but i've i've run into a problem where because i have the cloak on use effect soon and mm -hmm. I want to have a different trinket binding and obviously essence binding. And depending on when I switch specs to have to like Windrush Totem and I have Ice Fury and Stormkeeper and all the other different cooldowns you can have, I'm I'm finding that I'm like two or three buttons short, even with three and a half action bars. <laughs> so I don't know. Yep. I don't know yet. But yeah, it's yeah. nice to bind all of the like utility stuff as well like just like raid markers and mm -hmm. stuff like that you can i have them bound with like shift modifiers on my buttons there and oh yeah so you can drop I, raid I like but it, it it's a thing though that once you start using it and you get used to it mm. you can never get get away from it afterwards so mm. beware <laughs> okay rusa what's up are you holding it together? You all good? Yep. Gucci. What is your... I'm going to pull up my Discord here because they had some questions that were posed in my general chat. We're going to grab a couple of those here. But the first question I have in this segment is which appearance... Because you're not even using them in any of your transmogs, I'm noticing. I think you maybe are in... No? Which Twin Blades of the Deceiver Legion artifact appearance is your See, this is, favorite? This is going to be an awkward um, response. Uh-oh. Because I don't even have the Twin Blades of the Deceiver. <gasps> what the, wait, how? What? <laughs> so this Demon Hunter hit um, 110 the day before BFA launched. Oh, no. And I leveled his Vengeance. Ah, dang. Yeah. I switched to Demon Hunter because my guild at the time didn't have... We were moving into BFA. We didn't have one yet. So it was uh, It was definitely a... Uh, hey, we need Demon Hunter. Oh, I guess I'll reroll. I got a better level one. Well, why haven't you gone back and done the quest and gotten them? That's old stuff. What that? I mean, it's cosmetic old stuff. You can do it whenever you want. Yeah... If you could pick one, then, if you could have one right now, snap your fingers, which one would you want? Um, Go back down to the demon touch one. That's the PvP one? Yeah, that one's pretty cool. That would be my favorite. Yeah, I've had the Flame Reaper on, which is the Mage Tower, forever. Because I have, like, a red and brown... That I use the red one, and I have my my full druid transmog, which is the green one. So I haven't gotten the red one yet. Actually, I should, because this is the rated battlegrounds. I actually should have this one. I have to go see if the quest completed. And the purple ones I have for a purple transmog. So I've been using these forever. Kib, do you have a favorite? The Death Walker, the default Death Walker one, was the one I used a lot in Legion. Balance of Power one, or whatever it was, I think. Forgot where it come from. But or this is yeah. the hidden, hidden one, maybe. I think it is. Yeah, probably. 
I'm pretty sure it's the hidden one, yeah. Okay, it's the bat wing. Or... But I used that one a lot when I was not in my uh, meme transmog. <laughs> Wait, what's... What is your quote-unquote meme transmog? Uh, I could find it real quick. I'm sure I have a picture somewhere. Oh, gosh. Well, it's you... quite good. Do you... Either you what, uh, Russo, do you prefer the male or female metamorphosis form and why? Um, I don't really have a preference, to be honest. Uh, I usually play female characters, so I guess I prefer the female one. I think both of them look pretty cool. Like, big, huge wings, stompy hooves, really big model. I think they both look pretty awesome. Well, this Here is that that was me in Legion, basically. <laughs> <sighs> All right. I mean, yeah. I had to say, I'd say if, if I had to say, I'd say I prefer the Vengeance meta over the Havoc one. Oh, really? Well, that Vengeance meta looks cool. The Vengeance one is weird, I think, fundamentally, because you lose your weapons, they just disappear forever. You just smack things with your big old demon hands. That's the weird part for me, but I get you. It's pretty good. I'm not going to ask him that question because he's not even playing this right now. Haha. <laughs> but um, if if Demon Hunters could be other races in the game, Cabe, do you have a race you would like to play as a Demon Hunter? Uh, Whichever one does has the better DPS ratio is Shut my answer. Stop. Otherwise, probably Volpera because it annoys people that I'm Volpera on my Warlock right now, which is the only reason I did it. The two Hearthstone is pretty good, though, for uh, for going to Veil and stuff like that. But, yeah. Volpera is going to be really good in Shadowlands because there's no... Uh, well, they said that there wouldn't be any inn in the Torghast zone, so to get back to the tower quickly, Volpera is going to be quite good. Well, what if they make, what if they make the Maw uncampable and you can't put your camp there as a Volpera? Then my warlock will go back to troll. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was quick. Yeah, that was quick. Do you have a, another race you'd like to play your demon hunter as, Risa? Uh, the unfortunate response is the same as Kit, whichever one has the best racial. <laughs> um, but I think, uh, like, Tor and Demon Hunter could be absolutely hilarious. You could do that with Mr. Smite's Locket or whatever right now, so. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to hint towards that. Like, I'm rarely looking like my actual character when I'm reading. Like, in between pulls, it's... Yeah. Most people do that. In between pulls, you just go through your uh, your toy box and... You see one that changes your appearance. You click on it and you do a pull with that one, and then you do it again next pull. And mm -hmm. yeah. I, I would say if if a goblin or a Volpera demon hunter in meta form was proportionally smaller in their meta, like their base forms, that would be fun. Yeah, a little that would little be funny to watch. Meta, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You you meta and then you're the same size as the Tauren in the raid. Yeah, that would be funny. Or if you're a Tauren and you meta and you're just absolutely gigantic. <laughs> okay. Okay. Basically, just screwing with other people is our answer there. Pretty much. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
how about what changes do either of you think would be beneficial for the melee role as a whole going into Shadowlands? It's a bit of a broad one. If you have any like melee hopes or just is it game design or because that Nylotha is supposedly a very melee friendly raid. And as I only have two bosses left to do on heroic and I could say that sure, why not? Bring, you still are only going to bring like five, four, maybe. Except on Ilganoth, you'll bring one, maybe two. But for the most part, I think that's that's fine. But what do you have any? I don't know. That's it's it's, it's tough. Do you have any changes that would be beneficial for the role of a melee DPS player going into Shadowlands? It's like hard to... because, like raid wise, you'll always want to range more just because of like having access to targets faster because mm -hmm. you just stand there and you turn your character a little bit and sure. you don't have to move airy like like any like mechanic that puts like a zone somewhere you don't really deal with it but i don't they need to like help melee out with something like either like give them give melee like utility that's unique to them which kind of is a thing already but it's not enough so i don't know it's a hard one okay do you have something Rusa? Yeah, I'd like to see a reduction in clutter in melee. Um, oh. Even with, like, very few... Even if you only have, like, two melee on a fight, there's still a pile of, like, effects and pets and ground things and you name it. And, you you know, you can tweak your game settings all you want, but, like, if I want to play on... If I want the game to look good, I should let the game look good just if I still want to see the ground. You know what I mean? I thought they were... Is it still in place that I know there's like the raid settings toggle and the general settings toggle for your your uh, your you know your visuals, but I thought there wasn't this in was it a Legion thing or a Warlords thing where they were working on new architecture to be able to sort of squelch other players' spell effects, and then I thought that was sort of already on. But I'm pretty sure I just see everything still. I, I was doing Shadhar last night. And I lagged out a little bit. At the start of the raid last night, a lot of people were complaining about lag um, after the maintenance yesterday. And I lagged out for a couple of moments as I was moving away from the breath on Shadhar. I kept moving, but I died of the breath because I wasn't obviously moving. And then, like, every spell effect I could imagine, you know, because it buffers up, went all over the place. But I'm pretty sure I see everyone else's everything. Yeah. All the corruption stuff is visible by everyone, which is a big issue right now. Because a lot of them have, like, gigantic effects. Right. Like, you get a couple of Twilight Devastation proccing and, the like... Beam? Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like... That's even after, like, one one clear, like, the... The Lash of the Void, like the little tentacles that spawn, like they drop from raid weapons. So like every single person that can use it will have it like in, in a couple of weeks. And then like your tanks are just going to sidestep left and right because they'll think it's like a boss mechanic that's attacking them. But yeah. it's just melee, like hitting things with their tentacles. So uh, the, uh, I remember like the squelching that you mentioned in yeah. Legion, but they, they need to go like, they need to like, 
quadruple down on that if they if they want like melee to be able to see stuff basically it depends on the boss right because a fight like Ilganoth, where he's a turret or Drestagath, it's not that bad. But then you go to Xanesh, and you lose track of her model in all of the stuff. Because she's just a regular kind of like humanoid-sized boss. She's kind of larger. But yeah, you, you lose track of the entire boss, her hitbox, potentially where things are placed around. She puts the little eyeballs in the ground, and depending on what kind of... If you've got like demonology warlocks or beastmaster hunters in there too, and all their pets and all their stuff, all jump around with crap, a little much. That's a good one, Risa. Yeah, it's a good one. I don't know how much you guys have been following this right now. Uh, hopefully, Kib's been following this a little more closely because of his wowhead involvement, but we will see. Is there going to be a hierarchy so far on what you think the best Havoc Demon Hunter Covenant will be in Shadowlands? Ooh, uh, I mean, I kind of looked at them up like really quickly, but yeah, and kind of had like initial thoughts, but that was basically it. And I had initial thoughts back then, but I forgot all about it. So, mm -hmm. uh, I don't, I usually don't look things up that in advance anyway, because like it's going to change like 300 times by the time it goes live. So, sure. It's a tough one. But, I think a lot of people were saying yeah. that the, the damage covenant spell won't be the deciding factor. The mobility spells will be. Uh, yeah, it, it depends how they tune it, obviously, as as is with everything. Like, right. If each of them have like uh, options that fulfill most of the um, most of the scenarios you'll encounter, like, because in each covenant you have three soul binds, so. Assuming that they do things in the way that they usually do them, you'll have mm -hmm. like a soulbind that's like single target, you'll have one that's like AoE, and you'll have one that's like something. <laughs> so assuming you have like an AoE and a single target one, and that they're all kind of tuned relatively correctly, sure. then obviously you'll just pick, you know, the one that gives you the best mobility, aka the one that gives you stealth so that you don't need rogues and mythic plus. Wow, 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 wow. It is what it is, but like it's the reality of the situation. To compound off your metaform customization earlier, Rusa, do you right now have your wings glyphed on your Demon Hunter? I do not. Neither do I, but I. <laughs> so you want your metaform glyphable, but you're not glyphing your wings? I like the current wings. Oh. You don't like the I weird... always use the painted one on my DH, like the, the skeleton one kind of looking one. The Kerrigan kind of ones, yeah. Sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. choosing not to customize is a customization. Sure. I, sure. Okay. I will say I have uh, glyphed my souls. Oh. I have the glyph of mana touch souls because they're green and white and way easier to see for demonic appetite. You know, I I I was told that probably a while ago that I should invest in that, and I I just forgot. So that's a good. I mean, I'm not maining my demon hunter right now, but that is a good. That's a good one. They stand out a lot of the boss well, floors. To 
to caveat from that, uh, you don't really need to do that anymore because after three years, Blizzard made the combat log event for the soul spawning. So you can track it with a week or now. Uh, when yeah, did that happen? It happened when 8.3 came out. Oh, so literally last Tuesday. Yep. It took them three years to do it. They removed it in the last beta patch of Legion and they just brought it back. So, yay. So nice to be able to look around and see where they're at. Maybe you left one behind you or something. Yep. Very true. Lux Toast, thank you for the, the huge host, sir. I don't usually have live shows on Thursday. This is Sunday's show on Thursday, basically, due to scheduling. So we're sort of in the latter half of the show. If you have questions in chat, by the way, you can definitely chime in. So join in the conversation if you would like to. If you have any questions about Havoc or the melee in the game currently. And this is a bit more... Uh, I'm going to ask both of you this one, but Rusa, because you already did this swap before. And this might be an easy canned question, so it may be a little more difficult for Kib. Is that what melee spec would you be playing right now if Havoc wasn't in the game? Would you just have stuck it out on your Enhancement Shaman? Um, I'd probably be a warrior or a rogue. I mean... Mm. Ultimately, I like raiding. I like having a raid spot. And for most of this expansion, enhancement has not been good for that conquest. So, if it was viable, I'd be playing that. That's that word again. It's a very good word. Dirty well, word. Do you have an answer to that, Kib? You've you've gone back and forth, but you're playing Warlock uh, mostly right now. But yeah. do you have a, a melee you'd rather you yeah. play? Yeah. I kind of swapped to Warlock when the Gohoon thing happened, and then, you know, Warlock have been OP since, so. Right. But uh, if I was melee, obviously DH would be the first pick, but second pick would probably be, in the current meta, it would be Warrior, most mm -hmm. likely. Uh, historically, Rogue. Just, you know, because I was playing Rogue before I played DH. Before I played DH, I was like Rogue or Warlock all the time. Yeah. And then, yeah. So I just go back to my roots, probably. Okay. There is a, I don't know if she's still here, but there's a turncoat in chat. And many Death Knights may have mourned the loss of one of their own because Ketsu went from Death Knight to Demon Hunter herself. So uh, I like how she kind of knew what I was talking about. <laughs> yep. Yep, yep, yep. DK is not bad right now as well, but... Frost and Holy are almost like fighting each other for spots. They're both good on either... Different encounters. You yep. can play either one. Yeah, they're fine. Looking I pretty good. I just missed the runes. That's what almost every DK show we've had. We just had the Blood DK show not long ago. They want the old runes back. That's what you're alluding to? Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I usually always had a DK alt back in the day, but when they changed the runes and I tried it in the beta... In Legion, I was just like, nope, this is not a DK anymore, and I will not yeah. play this class. Do either of you have... Rusa, you on this one first. What do you say if you ever responded to the question of, or the comments towards uh, Demon Hunter needing a third spec, needing in air quotes? Um, I don't see too many people saying that, to be honest. Um... It's the same kind of nonsense as like, oh, shamans need a tank spec. Like, ah, ah. 
it's nonsense. Is it strange that Blizzard had a bit of a departure and did a two spec class? Yeah. They have a four spec class though. Yeah, I mean I I feel like that one's a bit of a just legacy decision. Sure. Which is fair. Yeah. I like what would the third DH spec be? Just another melee? A range DPS, like a warden thing? I don't know. Like what would it be? What purpose would it fill in the game? Like, what's the point? People want apparently like a fell caster, but then it, w- it would just be destruction warlock. So what's the point? Yeah, exactly. You should play warlock at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I've seen a couple like, you know, like Reddit posts where people like make a new spec and oh, they make yeah. like new abilities or whatever. But when you boil boil everything down, they're basically like talking about like demonology or like destruction or like an older version of either of those specs and they just like yeah we want that for the third spec of avic it's like yeah. it's just an old spec that you just change the name on the abilities like yeah if you go caster you're you're getting way too close to warlock it'd have to be like physical ranged or melee or yeah just just nothing nothing for it to be yep and how about, you post this here, and you had the show notes for a couple of days. I don't know if you have any prepared for this one. But, uh, Kim, you might have one off the top of your head. Russo, you might have to dig one up. Even though we talked about a couple on the show today. Is there a recent World of Warcraft May May that has actually had you, quote-unquote, laughing out loud? Oh, yours is... Oh, okay. I mean, I did just say recent meme, not wow meme. You're totally right. What is this? <laughs> okay. Um, I read this up on screen. <laughs> this is pretty good. Only some people might get this, but that's that's what Rusa gave me right now. That's pretty. <laughs> this is the uh, untitled goose game. Yeah. Is there actually a bell uh, in the game? Oh yeah. Okay. And you can take it. <laughs> That's pretty good. There's been some pretty fantastic stuff coming out of that game. I respect that. Kib, do you have one? Chat, where's your memes? Share Hello. them up. Uh, I, uh, I'm pretty much on the Twitter bandwagon these days. So, you know, the whole, like, uh, method versus limit with, like, uh, boss mod add-on stuff that came out was pretty entertaining to watch. Oh, And what? then there's all the, you know, the corruption memes and whatnot. Right. Well, yeah, do you, I can't, Rusa, can you post the, the sim picture real quick in our chat that I can pull up just so for context from earlier in the show, the, f- the fake real sim of the green oh, sword. I can link to the raid boss yeah. log in a sec. I have it on my Twitter. Oh, you do. Yeah. Meme review. Yeah. Yeah. Look at this thing. Let me pull this up on screen for chat. This is, this is the Here's real the sim fake too. sword. Yeah, training sword of the quick blade. It's a stand-in weapon, but they slapped infinite stars on this sword. And yeah. What eye level was the uh the other sword they had in here? Was it 460? 440 and 435. Oh, okay. There's a raid bot logs if you want. You can see the actual items on it. Oh, oh, oh. It's like a real po okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the I got the real thing. The real thing. Okay. <laughs> 
But yeah, that that one is a is a good eight out of ten, I would say. Yeah, so four forty, Gateku, and a four three five jeweled sword. So on the weapons. And There's a guy in limit as well that did it on his on his actual warrior that had like 460 weapons and it was still better oh yeah this isn't even showing the whole picture because that's just a main hand swab it looks like yep. he didn't even look at the offhand he yeah, were to swap that in the offhand which is even weapons. lower item level yeah this uh this raybot sim was low effort this could have even this could have been even more mimi mm -hmm. yeah I mean, if if they want to do something like ridiculous like that, they could have just put two infinite stars on the weapon too, and just go like <laughs> ham. Sure. Well, sure. I mean, within reason. Yeah, I I saw that and just I really really thought I've been seeing a couple different logs linked to me about infinite stars, and I think that's the 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 meme right now that's gonna be remembered in this patch because I thought all this corrupted effect stuff like the secondary stats would give you a good boost depending on which ones you get obviously these survivability ones are going to be incredibly niche or degenerate in PvP or for tanks and I thought the proc ones would be like trinkets like 3-4-5% of your damage that extra little bump like an extra trinket being on a piece of gear like a, the weapon proc we just talked about getiku as well just the you know the cut sword the proc it's those kind of like extra little bits of damage that you can customize and slot into your gear. But nope, nope. I had a blood decay in my chat last night that has infinite stars on his gear. And because obviously a tank deals less sort of overall damage, his infinite stars were 34% of his damage on his Shadhar parse last night. There's we some voids a... memes as well, parse-wise right now so, going yeah. out. We have a Mistweaver that has two tier three infinite star pieces. He's just lucky. Can he even and wear them? At the same time, I don't think so. Because they're they're fifty each, right? Is that fifty corruption? Seventy five. Oh, 75, 75 for five for the tier three. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. You can only have almost. You can only have like thirty eight minus corruption right now, or something. So well, yeah, that's. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, but I mean on Shadhar, so he did pretty light DPS. Uh, he cast maybe 40 abilities into the boss as a Mistweaver, and Infinite Star still did 4 million damage. Like, <laughs> so he did uh, like 30k overall for very light DPS. It's insane. Just some random Crackling J Lightnings. Uh, no, I mean some Tiger Palms and Black sure. Kicks and stuff. That's still... Man, it's actually it's, it's this. I think it's the scariest on healers and tanks because their damage, like holy paladins, disciplined priests, they can do some damage, right? Some tanks, well, tanks specifically because they have an AP multiplier. It's true, they do in their mastery. That's right. Yeah, and a lot of tanks stack verse, which also contributes to infinite stars. Yep. And I mean, it's very simple right now. Any spec in the game that you are and you get an infinite star, your best stats are haste and verse. Even if it, they're normally your worst stat, haste yeah. and verse become your best stat if you have infinite star because it's it's that ridiculous. It's too much. That's that's the meme right there. Yeah, yep. because Havoc Mastery needed to be 40% of <laughs> other stats already. Just, just make it work. Oh, no. Is Havoc Mastery, you might know better than me, Kib. Is Havoc Mastery the worst mastery in the game right now? 
if it's not, it's very close to being the best at the, being the worst. Which Elementals is, is pretty bad. Everything else about Havoc is the best at everything, so their master is the best at being the worst one, right? <laughs> That's good. That is a great perspective. I hate that. I mean, Elemental's mastery is pretty shit, so... That's pretty, pretty down there. Unfortunately, because it used to be like the, the shining light of how that spec was fun, getting duplicated spells, Netherwind procs from vanilla. But nope, it's pretty bad. I don't know. Chat can chime in, maybe on masteries that are bad. I mean, mastery as a stat is kind of like weird right now. I don't know what you guys think about it, but uh, I'd be down to uh, gut it out, you know? A lot of people would gut out Verse first, but uh, I can see a, a a reason why Verse is a stat, but Mastery, it's kind of like... I think Mastery is fine as long as spec abilities are the focus of your damage. Like, the route that they've taken in BFA with making vast majorities of your damage, you know, be random procs or damage events, you know, that mastery don't affect almost across the board. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. mastery was a good stat for almost everybody at the beginning of the expansion in Old Year when literally all your damage was your damage. It's true. But it's not yeah. anymore. Now it's like half of my damage on my breakdown is like actually my abilities. Yep. Yeah. If they keep going with that model of like damage, they I don't know they they should remove it, but then like we'll have three stats and people are going to be like, why do we have only three stats? And I don't know. <laughs> Just remove all the stats on the gear, then you fix the uh, the main stat scaling issue that they've tried they've tried to fix for like 20 years now. Get rid of mastery, bring back multi-strike. Ah. Multi-strike, yeah, that was a good one. Multi-strike is just crit Glor different. Yep. It's not a glorified th crit, but Stop. we like crit, so... I mean... Well, I mean, multi-strike was nice because some spec had interactions with it, but for specs that had no multi-strike interaction, it was just basically glorified crit. Yeah. It, it, but it, a it, couple of specs had nice interactions with it. One of the, it was, the specs were Elemental Shaman, Frost Mage, Holy Priest... Walker on it too. Like, Rogue. Yeah, yeah. Demo. yeah. Gosh, can you? I mean, I know that the game right now is always gets into the mud as you get to the last tier of it with all the different systems that layer on top of each other. But if you if you go back to, I mean, just like mop and warlords to also see how many things you can get in the mud in, it's still just. This might be the most muddy. You think so? Yeah. Because all the trinket yeah, procs... It, it the, is the most muddy. So trinkets, azurite, passive damage yeah. sources, corrupted... Essences. Essences, yeah. The thing that doesn't help as well is that we've basically been farming AP for like three years straight now, so people are getting fed up with it too. So it makes... Like, people have like a shorter fuse about basically every system that Blizzard comes out with. Yeah. Because like... Before, like Legion, you'd you'd farm like your rep for the first two months of the expansion, and you'd be done basically because you're exalted with everyone. Mm -hmm. But now, like every tier, go farm EP for like three months of like doing all the EP world quest every day. Right. Like, 
it's it 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 gets a toll on everyone. Like, yeah. Hopefully, Shadowlands will fix that, but we'll see. Potentially, right now there is no AP in Shadowlands, so we'll see. But we're at about that time right now. I don't know about that. Nihilo says in chat, will this expansion go down as the worst Blizzard has done? Uh, the first year of it? Potentially. But I don't know of the whole expansion. Because... I think it depends when you ask the question. The yeah. answer is going to change. If you ask it like next year, most people would say yes. But if mm. you ask it like, you know, three, four years from now, it might change because we'll have another expansion in between that. Yep. Well, people, regardless of how the expansion goes, people tend to think back more favorably than they did during it. Like, right. Warlords during it got a lot of flack. But most people yep. thinking back on it are like, man, I love Warlords. What happened? Mm -hmm. well, well, I mean, <laughs> I, I was talking with, with, like, some people, and Ketsuki was one of them about that, but, like, I don't think BFA is a bad expansion necessarily. It's just that the systems yeah. were like implemented weirdly and some were, were like just flat out bad and, and stuff like that. And then that just gives you a bad taste in the mouth and then it taints everything to look worse than it is. But like the raids have been pretty good and like yeah. Like the raids have been really good the past two expansions, but if you ask people, they're like the worst expansions because, and then you ask them why, and they're like, well, the grind, the AP grind is awful, and now they're like, farming islands is stupid, and the systems are broken. But yeah, so just, just if you just do like one or two tweaks in basically the last two expansions, I think they could be the best two expansions, but obviously you'd have to do those tweaks. So, like the two big things, the two tweaks. In that line was it should be a legendary acquisition and azurite acquisition yeah because yep. those were both rng random you couldn't really get a lot of them you couldn't make rpg loot decisions you just did you get them i don't know yep. but so how about basically that? the casino play style is not good right it's almost like people want some sort of agency in their rpg who to thunk yeah how about we're at that time. So some closing shout outs, remarks, soapbox, moratoriums, anything you want to take a few moments and leave the guests with that are listening or here right now in, in live chat. But, uh, Rusa, do you have anything you want to close with? Um, I mean, nothing specific. Like, I think this will be a fun tier. I'm excited for uh, Nihiloth. Yeah. Oh, that's it. That's it. Oh. Short and sweet to the point. Fair enough. No moratoriums you want to put on from people that ask or say things in Discord? Uh, I mean... Not really. I mean... Okay. It's, it's, it's a good time to be a demon hunter. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, despite the complaints that we have, you know, it, here, here would be my soapbox. Despite any complaints yeah. people have, demon hunters have had it pretty good. Um, there's halfway decent, you know, uh, talent diversity with the first three tiers. Mm -hmm. As a right availability has been pretty, uh, pretty generous. Yep. Sorry. Locked in raid spot. I mean, <laughs> we do a lot of damage. It's, it's a good time to be a demon hunter. It's definitely true. 
Wait, what Ketsu said, it's not the Demon Hunters are great and amazing. It's the majority of everything else is bland and unoptimized. Sure, I could agree with that, but from this perspective. Hmm. Kip, how about you? Soapbox. Uh, well, Soapbox, I check out uh, Wildhats for class guides. All of them are being worked on actively for a couple of weeks. Put one star on every class beside Havoc and five star on Havoc. That way I look better. Um, and, uh, you know, just uh, enjoy the enjoy the game. Don't uh, try to uh, focus on the pos positive stuff that you can control. Try not to, like, loom too much because you don't have an infinite star, you know? But, uh, yeah, I think the raid's going to be pretty good. Fights are interesting. And... Uh, be a purple class is basically uh, how you win at this game. No matter which one it is, just be a purple class. Uh, what if you're one of the colors that makes purple? Not purple. Not purple. Dang it. <laughs> if you're purple, you win. And then if you're a color that mixed with purple, you're kind of almost there, but not quite. Hmm. Find yourself a DK, merge together, become a demon hunter, and then yeah. you'll be purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. I mean, I did it for two and a half tiers. It's time to uh, to challenge myself and see how everyone's like. Everything is so much better if you're a ranged class in raids right now. So I'm gonna do a whole freaking tiers ranged and see how that works. And uh, uh, I have one more thing as well. Since uh, mm. it's it's been happening in the EU realms, I will not mention it because it's bad, but. Do not exploit. Wait for beta to come around to do exploits. Because then you can report them and you won't get in trouble for doing it. Don't exploit on live. Mm. I may know what you're referring to. But we're not going to bring it up directly. A helm, shoulder, and chest. Yeah. Pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. Hitting this button then. Chat. Thank you for tuning in to a Sunday show on a Thursday, as the lower third still says it's the 19th, because this is when the show was supposed to happen, but we had to record it today because of sickness and scheduling and madness and 8.3 and raids, but at least we have the ability to talk about Nyalotha after it's come out. So, around the table again, Rusa was here, still recovering from the flu sickness. You can go poke him in Discord at the same name. And how are you going to be involved in BGG's POVs for the Race to World first, or are you just going to be in the roster doing things? Uh, I'll probably just be uh, focusing on, you know, playing and not screwing up, and not let the not let streaming be a distraction. Awesome. I look forward to seeing what you guys do in the the big day raid push. Are you ready for that next Tuesday? I sure hope so. I'm not ready right now, but I. Yeah. I'm really hoping I'm better by Tuesday. Are you guys doing 80 next or no? No. No. <laughs> no. Fair enough, sir. Well, I appreciate you sitting down on the show today. Glad we got to do this after you've uh, mostly recovered. And then... Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. This guy over here. The and then. Uh, Kib's on Twitter. He posts stuff. Underscore Kib Zero. Some of it is useful. Most of it is garbage. Is that pretty much accurate? Yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> shit posts make shit posts bring a lot of engagement. So you oh. gotta keep up with 
the trends, you know? Did you see my pseudo shit post yesterday? Mm -hmm. The ring that I got in Mechagon? Yep. Did yep. you see that crap? Chat, did you see this? Oh, I'm gonna bring it up now. Uh, and I gotta look at look at this. Chat, what happened? What did I get? I got this last night. I put on the 415 non-socketed version of the other side, the logic loop. It's like a solid 440-ish DPS. This pat this haste is up all the time. This is free. I got that last night. Don't uh don't hate me. But Kip, thank you for being on the show. It's been a while. I don't think we've been on the show together since Legion, right? You were on one for that. Yeah, Legion was the last one. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do some beta stuff here in a little bit, maybe when Shadowlands starts. Yeah, I'll start streaming again when uh, I get access to Shadowlands beta, and uh, we'll do all of the exploits. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, I made a remember my clickbait video from from Legion mm -hmm. Demon Hunter where you could fly forever, and everyone's like, "What yeah. is this?" <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I mean, that that's what beta's for, right? You just yeah. go in there and you break the game and you're rewarded for it by, like, the devs listening to you, maybe. Yeah, well, I mean, hopefully, maybe, yes. That's the goal. That's the intent, at least. That's that, then. Again, shout out to my patrons over on the show's Patreon page for supporting the show, the stream, and everything in between. Without you, there'd be a whole lot less Final Boss TV. A lot of all of a lot, if not all of your support goes to art. So if you're seeing all the thumbnails, you have your if you are in the avatar tier, you are getting your avatars very soon. I have seen the drafts, so they have some cleanup to be done, but they are on their way soon. And if you want to lock in one of those Tutron avatar faces of your face or your character's face, then go check out Patreon for that. And again, I will be at the race to world first hosted by Method at the Take TV Arena in Krefeld, Germany. I leave Saturday evening. I'll be gone for two weeks. There'll be some streams when I'm on location, but you can definitely check me out on the couch along with all these other beautiful nerds that will also be there as well as the slew of POVs we have. It's 24-hour coverage, seven days a week for two weeks or more. Lots of POVs we have around the clock from the NA, EU, Oceanic, and the Asian servers. There's a whole slew of them. Check out method.gg for the actual news post. If you would like to check that out, I uh, will see you, of course, there. But we're going to get out of here. Thank you for tuning in today. Episode number 100. Not 100. 200. There's been a lot more of these than I, I and my brain likes to process sometimes. The first 70 or so don't exist. That's what's going on. 209 for Havoc and the 8.3 Melee. Uh, I'll do World First, World Second shows when we get back from Race World First. And then we have Discipline Priest and Brewmaster Monk sometime when I get home. But until then, everybody. <gasps> wait, wait, Kip. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, there we go. Dab on him. Dab, dab I'm lagging because Vexiona's broken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's true.